it's time for Luffy's Asks. Silas. Oh, th this one's to me today. I know you read Hold the... Hold on. I call false play. This is a Luffy's advice corner, not Silas's but it's hidden corner. Well, let, let's see. Maybe it asks you something, too. Okay. I know you read the broadsheets. Maybe, maybe you've, you've seen, seen my, my byline. byline. Thresher Kane, investigative journalist. I've got a story I need published, but the Korenberg Chronicle won't take it, and I don't trust the Sharn Inquisitive with it. You and Luffy are my last hope. Now, this no-male thing is new, so I think it's safe to trust it with this much. There's a war forged, 100 feet tall, in the Mornlands. I've been putting the pieces of this one together for months, and believe me, if the wrong people get a chance to spin it, it could make things even harder for the forged than they already are. You two are maybe the only outlet I can trust to handle this story in a way that doesn't start a gold rush or a riot against the forged. And if you're reading an excoriate's prayer off a cloth live on the airways, you might be crazy enough to do it. I'm leaving town soon, but I think this Gmail thing can reach me before I do, so don't wait. This, this tip, tip is, is as hot as, hot as it, it gets. gets. Also, Luffy, there is... Such a thing as were pigeon. Heck yes, there are. Let's talk about that. Well, hold on. Okay, so first off. Hello and welcome to Making a Monster, the weekly podcast where game designers show us their favorite monster and we discover how it works, why it works, and what it means. I'm Lucas Zellers. This week's episode was originally planned to be a bonus episode, but it ended up being exactly the kind of conversation I would have had on a mainline episode anyway. So let me explain what you heard in the opening narration. The character voices you just heard belong to Silas DeCivis, a Luffy Haskell DeCivis, and their new monster correspondent, Thresher Kane, a character I'm playing on the House Civis Echoer Station podcast. And let me tell you why I am so over the moon excited to share this with you. House Civis Echoer Station is an unofficial fiction podcast for the Eberron campaign setting built around the accidental discovery of broadcast radio. They're doing something utterly unique to the D&D podcast space by bringing NPR to D&D, and I think the rest of Making a Monster will tell you why I just love that whole concept to bits. Their show is hosted in fiction by the two gnomes intrepid enough to capitalize on the magical fluke of so-called broadcasting, and in reality by Steve and Rebecca, who have between them a well of creativity, infectious laughter, and great chemistry. After months of scheduling havoc, we finally connected this week for a three-hour conversation that still feels a little surreal because we are genuinely such a big fan of each other's work. During that conversation, we talked about their show's running gag, The Were Pigeon, and the things that my brain shouts at me instead of just enjoying the joke. I'm here because I have been relentless in, <laughs> in hounding these two to get on this show because I, I love what they're doing. I love the experience of listening to this show, being a part of it on the back end as an audience member, and, uh, and now as a guest. This is wild. So I'm really glad to be here. Well, we are glad to have you yeah. and uh... it's not hounding because i'm like the moment i listened to, to making a monster i was like how can we get this man <laughs> speaking about talking about ourselves um <laughs> go on 
Lucas, <laughs> you you briefly said something uh, that I am going to have to uh, nope. have to bring oh, up. No. No. Um, oh, you no. said something about having issue with just putting the word "where" in front of any creature. Oh, we're gonna and, do this now. Yeah, apparently uh, we're gonna do yeah, this now. Yeah, I'm and sorry, I'm just Lucas. saying where pigeons are valid. <laughs> no, I mean no. Right now, <laughs> right now, where pigeons are valid right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, so, all right. So here's the, here's the official PR response. There is a home in this game for everything and it's for someone. I tend to want something more rigorous out of the monsters that I put in my games. And maybe want is the wrong word. Like I expect that out of them. If there's, if there's a dragon in my campaign, then I want it to say something about greed or or power. If there's a Nothic in my campaign, I want it to say something about secrets and the way that we treat them. So for me, I I'm very much a purist when it comes to lycanthropes because I think it, it's it's they meant something, uh, and that meaning was a lot more impactful at the time that the that that legend was originated. That being said, that's what. <laughs> I like and I expect and I want and how I play my game. The beautiful thing about this is, and the reason I have a podcast is that all of these monsters mean different things to different people and they can give you something satisfying and meaningful and helpful, even if they're not true to the original source material of the monster, whatever that happens to be, if it even exists. So uh, yeah, sure. We're a pigeon. Why not? Uh, why not? I will tell you why not. No. No. <laughs> no. no, absolutely not. Uh, I'm willing to deal with so much stuff, uh, but just, no. On a, on a, they're just they're just sky rats, is what they are. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they're just slightly more sentient sky rats. Just... Rebecca, at one point in time, was looking for an artist to do ancient medieval drawings. <laughs> Of, of where pigeons of of specifically oh pigeons with like beefy arms with beefy arms like like yeah. the old knights fighting snails like that That's whole upsetting. ridiculous yeah <laughs> okay this, so this, this is, is why life. what you've done works and be this, no this is true this is why what you've done works it's the exact it's the exact tension that I have because what I want is a is a is a were creature that that like has teeth and 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 will scare me and will make me ask questions about who is man and who is monster here. Like that's what I want. And that's what it carries with it. So for you to come in and say, what if it were this stupid looking bird that lives everywhere and poops on everything? Uh, what if it were that? Um like it's not who's the monster now right but it's not it's not funny if if we didn't have the werewolf first like if i weren't coming into this going no make me like a thing with teeth that's scary and you're like what if it's this stupid looking whatever that I works <laughs> yeah yeah i'm gonna do the definitive making a monster take on lycanthropy why'd you make me do this i would be i would be happy to <laughs> guest on that and just make the case um that so so this is this is a legit conversation we've had in the Everon discord because where pigeons are extremely divisive which is something <laughs> i love creating is things that just are extremely divisive um, because a lot of people say that lycanthropes um, should or can only be 
um, of creatures that um, historically humans have had fears of. So tigers, werewolves, rats, ravens, boars, stuff like that. Um, But then here I am coming in. uh, Well, um, a lot of people are afraid of seagulls because they are monstrous. They're terrifying. They're seagulls. They are genuinely terrifying. Or or uh, there was the argument that they can only be mammalian, uh, that they cannot be avian. And that got into... A lot of questions about like uh, were porpoise, uh, yeah, and, and the, the were porpoise, the were platypus, <laughs> if you will. Oh my god, the were platypus! What a nightmare! <laughs> they, they already look ridiculous. It's already, I can't imagine. A, it's already yeah. a were creature. Just the, okay, but let's be honest. The 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 barb in their armpit. Yeah, like that's, that's the most deadly. That's, that's true. the most they, deadly were. Yeah, those things they are beasts. Throw. That's crazy. It's a werebear, but it's a koala. <laughs> well, oh gosh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've. I mean, we we might have done it because, like, that's that's a great point. You have to be afraid of the creature. It has to be. Uh, it has to be something that counts as an antagonist, as a as an opposing force, as a monster, as part of the unknown. And if it's not, then it doesn't feel like a monster should. Um. Mm-hmm. But, you know, then there's the other argument that what if like, how do we how do we how do we classify this? Is is this idea built out of its constituent parts, a person that turns into some kind of animal? Or is it built out of the layers of meaning that that person and that monster have associated with them? <laughs> and, and then you get into, OK, well, now it's a regional thing. If it's a regional thing, what about pirates? Do pirates mm-hmm. believe in were sharks? Is that a, is that the thing they're afraid of? Just, you know, mm-hmm. out here on the waves. <laughs> Underneath the bright moon, the lair shark comes. Like, just ridiculous <laughs> stories. Uh, you know, you have to wonder exactly yeah, what it is, careful, where, yeah. where the line is. Yeah. And if you look at a platypus, I mean, that's a chimera creature. There are loads of monsters that are just made out of bits of other creatures. Uh, and that's what makes them monstrous. Um, so, so I wonder what a, what a platypus qualifies like a like where's the line on that one too yeah, yeah would it that's just be a regular why beast? can't why can't we have where manticores yep and i'm uh, i'm done on that <laughs> note I'm, <laughs> I'm breaking steve a weremara oh my god like a I'm werewolf a... chimera mix um if you if you do decide to uh to do a deep dive into werewolves uh, or lycanthropy or, or shape animal shape changers in general. Um, there is a tabletop RPG called turned um, by Bree oh, Sheldon. Of there is. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, uh, it, <laughs> it delves into um, kind of like the dual life of someone who is both an animal and a person and having to um, like uh, move around in both of those social structures. Deal with that plurality. To yeah. manage the beast within. Exactly. To borrow the Emeron. Uh, I, I, you might be surprised to hear this, Rebecca. I think we might have just, am I going to get a copy of this audio? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think we, we'll I think sure. we maybe just did the episode. I think we, I think we just did it. <laughs> 
House Civis Echoer Station releases today with an episode about the Mornlands featuring Thresher Kane, who recently returned from hunting down a war-forged colossus near the Glowing Chasm. And if you want, you can double back and listen to episode three of Making a Monster to find out what that is and why it so captured my imagination. But you don't have to listen to any more of my show to enjoy this well-edited 30-minute fiction podcast for Keith Baker's Eberron setting. So don't wait. Follow the link in the show notes and tell them Thresher Kane sent you.